With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. The latest COVID-19 results, Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee reporting 407 tests carried out since Thursday. All are negative for SARS-CoV-2. The total number of reported COVID-19 vaccines administered to date is now at 70,068. So far, 37,470. That's 58 percent of the estimated population of 65,000 have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. 50 percent have completed the two-dose course. On Saturday, starting at 10 a.m., the Honorable Premier Wayne Panton and Cabinet Ministers, including the Minister of Tourism and Transport, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan, and Minister of Health and Wellness, the Honorable Sabrina Turner, will be at Owen Roberts International Airport to meet and greet residents coming in to get vaccinated ahead of the June 9th deadline for the first doses. I know some of you have concerns about the vaccination process, and to be honest, I had many questions myself. But I've heard enough from Dr. Lee and the program board and those who work closely with the scientific research to convince me that the vaccine is safe enough to accept. I have asked all the hard questions and I'm satisfied with the answers to the point where I'm able to confidently say that I have no hesitation and taken the vaccine myself. Mr. Bryan will receive his first vaccine at 10 a.m. and has invited his constituents and all residents, for that matter, to join him in this vaccination challenge. The goal is to get as many people as possible vaccinated against COVID-19 before the local vaccine stock expires on June 30th. As we reported on Radio Command earlier this week, there will be a prize draw for anyone who is vaccinated between the 8th of May and the 9th of June. And you could win some prizes like Cayman Airways airline tickets, stay and more. The Oriya COVID-19 vaccine clinic opens from 9 a.m. and lasts until noon and then again from 1.30 p.m. until 5 p.m. The Pfizer COVID vaccine is available to anyone over the age of 16, but parental consent is required for 16 and 17-year-olds. A photo ID showing date of birth is required. And if you're receiving your second dose, you need to bring your vaccination card reflecting your first dose. Health officials also say don't laminate your vaccination card at any time time. Face masks are required, and if you're 60 or older, you will be given priority. You can find out more at hsa.ky. In other local news, the Department of Education Services says the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service is investigating an incident involving three Clifton Hunter High School students who fell ill after allegedly ingesting food that contained an unknown substance. Of those involved, two individuals have already been identified and excluded from school until the investigation is complete. Acting Director of DES Mrs. Tammy Hopkins wants to reassure the public that the safety and wellness of students in government schools is a priority. She says they're committed to supporting the affected students and ensuring their physical and emotional well-being. And immediate and necessary actions, she says, have been taken to address the matter in line with national school discipline and school behavior policy. If you'd like to find out more about that policy, visit education.gov.ky. Another school in the headlines tonight, Red Bay Primary School. Without releasing any specifics, the Ministry of Education released a statement saying that it had taken immediate action after getting reports of alleged misconduct towards some students of Red Bay Primary School. They say the matter has been sent to the multi-agency safeguarding hub and the family support unit of the Royal Cayman Islands Police for investigation. In line with protocol for addressing child protection allegations involving staff, the staff reportedly involved have been 
been relocated from the schools until the investigation is over. There are some social media posts alleging that students had been pulled from classes and subjected to some type of exorcism ritual, but education officials did not confirm nor refute that in their statement. Just before 8.30 p.m. Thursday, police search a Cayman Brac residence under the Misuse of Drugs Act, and during the search, recovered ganja and a white powdery substance believed to be cocaine. Police say a 40-year-old man was arrested on several drug-related offenses, including possession of ganja with intent to supply and possession of a controlled drug, cocaine. The man is currently in police custody pending further investigation, and the incident is being investigated by the Cayman Brac police. If you have any information, call 948-0331. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper released a statement on the new traffic light system for inbound travel to England. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Sullins explains. The UK Transport Minister Grant Shapps announces a gradual reopening of international travel to and from England from May 17th. Included is a new traffic light system which assesses countries as red, amber and green for inbound travel. Today's news regarding Cayman being placed on the UK's amber list for inbound travel may come as disappointing news to some. This rating determines what inbound travellers must do on arrival in the UK, linked to the COVID situation in the country from which they are travelling, vaccination rates and availability of uh, genomic sequencing. Governor Martin Roper says the entire Caribbean has been placed on the amber list. This is the first iteration of the red, amber and green lists and they will be reviewed every three weeks. The self-isolation period from 17 May remains the same as faced by travellers today. So there is no change, just a new name for the rating system. Governor Roper assures his office will stay in contact with the UK. Given Cayman's excellent response to the COVID-19 crisis, I am hopeful that Cayman will move onto the green list at the review point. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. You can find out more at gov.uk. The Privy Council upholds the Cayman Islands Court of Appeal ruling on people-initiated referendums. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin explains. Ms. Shirley Ralston of the Cruise Port Referendum Campaign wanted the court to appeal a decision of the Court of Appeal seeking a general referendum law for people-initiated referendums, but the council refused to grant leave. According to the Attorney General's office, the decision means Section 70 of the Constitution does not require a general referendum law, and it is permissible for the Parliament to enact separate pieces of legislation for each referendum, as has been done each time a people-initiated referendum has been held so far. The Privy Council, in refusing permission to appeal, has stated that having considered written submissions from Ms. Ralston and the Cabinet and the then Legislative Assembly, it agrees that the permission should be refused on the ground that Ms. Ralston's appeal does not raise an arguable point of law of general public importance that the Board should consider at this time. The Chambers of the Attorney General says it welcomes this very helpful clarification of the constitutional position given the understandable public interest surrounding the issue. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. After concerns from members of the public, the Department of Environment says work underway at the Serrano Luxury Condos in West Bay were approved by the Central Planning Authority Board. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has the details. The Department of Environment says they were called about activities at the site and ultimately sent conservation officers to assess the situation. 
They were consulted on the original plans for the development back in 2019, which included partially filling the Barkadier and a reduced setback from the sea. At the time, the department says it recommended that the proposed building be relocated further from the sea to increase the coastal setbacks and avoid the need to fill the Barkadier. The DOE highlighted that there would be impacts to the marine environment from its filling as they reported back to the CPA. Under its rules, the Central Planning Authority can accept or reject the DOE's recommendations when they make their decisions with regards to developments. And in this case, the CPA opted not to follow the recommendations. In 2020, the CPA granted permission for the development, including a variance to the standard coastal setbacks, allowing it to be built closer to the sea and partially filling the Barkadier. As these works were giving planning permission and fall within the landowner's boundaries, the DOE says this is the jurisdiction of the planning department and not them. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.